1: Life.com.
0: Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from
1: techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking
0: Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And this is live from CES for the second Two Blokes Talking Tech, CES 2017 edition. Trevor along with you from eftm.com.au. Stephen Fennick. From techguide.com.au. G'day, mate. G'day,
1: Trevor. Another long day at uh, in Las
0: Vegas. There's only long days in Las Vegas, aren't that's there? Correct, that's right, and long, and long nights. <laughs> long, oh, oh, really? <laughs> yes, no, there are. Um, uh, what happens in Vegas stays on the podcast, though. That's the important Absolutely. thing. Okay?
1: And on Tech Guide and on EFTM.
0: Mm, that's right. <laughs> so uh, yesterday was unveiled. Uh, today is press day. We will run you through everything we saw, heard, or thought about today uh, here on Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 282.2. 282.2 2. 2, 2, two, in right. uh, memory of the great Richie. Uh, all thanks to the good people at netgear.netgear.com.au. Let's get cracking.
1: Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech.
0: With Trevor Long and Stephen oh Rightio. Well, um, we should go in chronological order, and the order correct. always commences. And we should apologise for the background noise. We're in—it's uh, yeah. it's, what twelve hours before the show opens. We're in the North Hall, and all the speaker system people are testing their bass is loud at the enough. same time. Yes. Yeah. No, that'd yeah. just be one you, of
1: them. You're not driving correct. down the street uh, of a local Sydney suburb, no. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, if there's background noise, well, that's just ambience.
0: So uh, it always kicks off. Although, interestingly. LG's always the first press conference, but they had press conferences yesterday. Yeah. So it kind of wasn't. But on traditional full press day, LG is always first, 8am. Yeah. Uh, You were there. I watched from afar. Um, What were your thoughts on LG?
1: Yeah, I thought that they really hit the ground running here with some pretty interesting announcements. It's always a challenge for any company that are releasing any, any, any kind of announcement at CES. The challenge is to impress the waiting media. And it's everyone's expectations are always high and not let's be frank not all companies meet those expectations but I think LG uh cleared all those expectations and and with room to move uh, And I,
0: I think we'll, we'll talk at the end about whether or not they who won the day but yeah. here's the thing I think that it's been and I, I don't know about you but in the lead up to CES especially a lot of radio interviews it was like what do you expect and I'm like well probably not a lot from TV because we've, we've hit this kind of soft mm. point where we've got all this amazing tech and it's really just better brightness and this kind of stuff. So I think what LG did today, and we'll talk about broadly their main product, is the W. Yeah. Uh, w Series uh, OLED signature, signature TV series, yeah. is sensational because it is wallpaper. It is essentially so thin you yeah. wallpaper it on your wall. It's 2.75 two, millimeters.
1: 2.57 millimeters
0: thick. And and the way it's mounted on your wall is by, they, they have to actually place a metal, um, it's, not, glass. Not, it's glass and magnets no, It's it's a, It's a big metal frame yeah. um, that the, the TV can magnetically attach to. Yeah. And so it sits on the wall. I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it, you know, you think about, I've got a really nice flat TV and it's got a reasonably thin mount, but it would still stick out from the wall like two centimetres, three yeah. centimetres, I don't know, maybe four. Which,
1: which until last week was pretty good. It, was, it looked great. Now the, the LG TV sticks out four millimetres off I'm the gonna wall. I'm going to
0: go home and go, well, this is awful. <laughs> this is awful. It, 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 and the, the other thing is this is not a concept this is a product it is on sale tomorrow pre-sale
1: or, it, in or, the US of interest yeah you can and, order
0: and in Australia you can already say to LG I want one and then when it's in Harvey Norman's or wherever they will uh, connect you with the retailer yeah, this is but, a proper but they'll product they'll
1: deliver it the, the whole uh, I asked today about that and you're not just going to rock up to Harvey Norman chuck it in the boot and go home no. they're going to deliver it uh, install it install so it's it. a real service around the whole thing yeah. um, and and just just well, to background on the OLED, the organic light-emitting diode, the reason they can do that and have a TV like a wallpaper is that there's no backlight. Yeah. So all the other technologies we're going to talk about, LCD, LED, they've got, they require backlights and technology to make sure the light behaves in the right way. OLED doesn't have that issue. So really thin, black levels are amazing, colours are dazzling, and they can make it so thin that it's like wallpaper. And I've got to say,
0: uh, $8,000 in the U.S., yeah. I think that's remarkably cheap. I agree. I mean, if that comes at fifteen
1: in Australia,
0: if it's that'd be ridiculous. 15, that'd be
1: pretty good. That'd be and ridiculous. Our dollar's not that strong at the moment. I think the dollar's about seventy one, yeah. seventy two. So you got to think. Well, there's always a difference in the pricing. Forget, just, sorry, forget just the straight uh, conversion. There's yeah. always a bit no, on top. Of course. Don't, don't forget, sales tax in America is not included in that no, price. Right. We got GST included in the price. So, mate, if it's under fifteen. For the seven, thats for the seventy-seven inch or the oh, sixty-five no, inch. Oh I think that'd be for the smaller one. Yeah. So I—I <laughs> I think that's this—that's this, that's in reach of people. I can't wait. It won't be in every Harvey Norman store, but
0: I can't wait to see the display. You remember when they first did the OLED challenge? They put an OLED TV yeah. next to one of their their um, just standard LEDs, and it was an impressive display because it really drew your pitch your eye to the picture. Imagine they do what they do here—it's on a glass and it's rotating, and mm. I mean, it's just going to look. What What surprised
1: me was that. They lifted the corner of the TV up and sort of bent it up like it was a a poster and just popped it back down again.
0: Because that's what they're trying to show is they're trying to show that, like you said, there is no other technology. It's just the OLED pixels, essentially, and it can be bent. There's there's curved displays there on a two-meter... Conference, diameter, mm-hmm. whatever—a two-meter circle—and they're just OLED screens. Yeah. There's the there's the big uh, cave-like uh, a hallway which has all yeah. OLED screens. It was at Berlin. Th- there is so much stuff that you can do with an OLED. All they're trying to say is we've been selling these TVs on a metal or a glass back for years. Now we'll sell you the TV. It just won't have a back, and you yeah. have to choose how you get it mounted. You might mount it on glass. You yeah. may have. Imagine you've got a beautiful water view or something, and with a glass, you know, huge glass exterior of your home, put a TV up. None. Done. Easy. No problems at all. Incredible.
1: Well, I think LG have always had the advantage of having been the only major manufacturer with OLED. Mm. That's changed today, but we'll talk about that in a minute. But I think what they've done is consolidated that lead Mm. and offered this just just the total wow product like they, they yeah. say the w stands for wallpaper w stands for wow w yep. stands for all kinds of things but i think that they've really uh taken it to the next level now hmm. but they've also come in with their they haven't forgotten the lcd lcd tv customers as no. well and what they've announced earlier this week and uh, showed it at the press conference today was the nano cell technology Beautiful. which is kind of like the quantum dot that samsung use and basically it's a filter so the colours are accurate so you see good colour the difference with LG's offering though is that their viewing angle is superior to competitors because you can they they say that only 10% of people sit dead centre of a television not every lounge room is is built to have that sweet spot I don't believe that for everyone But uh, you always give up the seat to the missus to have the best seat in front of the TV. Yeah, there, and no?
0: I always sit off set because it's a longer lounge I can lie down. Okay, there you go. So <laughs> you, you,
1: you'll take advantage of this. Then.
0: So, and, so the point is they had a, um, a competitor product, which was clearly the Samsung, uh, yes. sitting there. And we could stand front on. And frankly, front on, again, the, you know what? LGs might look better. But for the average, Joe, you wouldn't notice the rats of difference And when you buy it and whatnot. It's, it's not going to be a problem for you. But when you stand on the angle and look at it, you go, oh, yeah. wow. Because the colour good.
1: can degrade and, and the, the, the brightness can degrade quite a bit. You're not sitting right. but yeah. um, And I think we should mention quickly, too, there, Ella, the hub robots. Which are like I've mentioned, I've called them like a little concierge for your house. It's a robot that uses Amazon Alexa, so it's got voice commands. And don't forget, LG also announced a smart fridge, a robot lawnmower, and also the uh, the soundbar, the soundbars, sound or the Dolby Atmos in all the o- yes. OLED TVs. Yes, but with all the all the the vacuums, the lawnmowers, and everything else, they 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 can all be controlled by. By the uh, the uh, hub robot. So yeah. you can say, start the lawnmower, I Just think, turn, the robot turn thing, on The robot turn thing, on. thing is a G up,
0: mate. I mean, they're using Amazon Alexa, it looks good. <laughs> we should say. Sorry. You are passing a by, power cord under I'm the desk. I'm passing a power cord under the desk. Give me a US plug, mate, and I'll plug it in. Oh, over no, I've here. got a US plug. Yeah, I can That's do what that. I'm saying. Plug it in. Give me the US plug and I'll plug it in for Okay, me. good. Um, on. We're just trying to get Phoenix pa- uh, laptops some power because um, I realised I haven't plugged in the Australian has died. I haven't plugged in the Australian power board. The um, the soundbar though I have to talk about. So there's three soundbars. There's one kind of high and mighty, amazing one which is just sensational. Um, has Dolby Atmos, but yep. there's no rear speakers. There's no um, subwoofer. It's are you talking about the one that
1: comes with the W?
0: No, no. I'm talking. Yeah, which it looks
1: exactly well, the, the W. Same yeah, as that. the W the comes with the Dolby Atmos. Uh, the, the so the guts of the TV, let's say, are in the unit that sit below the television and have remarkable... The Dolby Atmos, I've already heard the the sound quality is incredible. You know,
0: I'm going to say... The Dolby Atmos demo they gave wasn't as impressive as the Dolby Atmos demo that Samsung gave at IFA, uh, just straight up, off straight yeah. off the bat. But I do think that um, that soundbar that's kind of built into the, the W Signature Series, I'm talking about, let's go to the soundbars they announced, the SJ7, 8, and 9, right? The 9 is this huge soundbar, very similar to the one that comes with the Signature Series, but not quite the same. But again, no subwoofer, no rear speakers, gives you an Atmos and surround mm. sound feeling, sensational, mid-range one, whatever. the the SJ7 though is two speakers that can sit together and look like a soundbar but if you want one of them has a battery. You can put it at the back of the room. It can be a rear speaker. You can just flick a switch and mm-hmm. it's a rear speaker. And that one can just go out in the barbecue area and be a Bluetooth speaker as well. Yeah, it's a very, r- a really very versatile, very versatile yeah, product. Absolutely. I really like
1: that. Yeah, that's a good idea. I think um, And I, the, the, the rear one, it's, uh, it has like vir- like virt- the surround virtual surround on yeah. both ends. So if it's rear, front, you, I think there's a switch on the bottom. You say, right, yeah. I want this to be a rear speaker, right. front speaker. Really handy. And I think finally with LG, their signature... Oh, they their smart fri- refrigerator, yeah. which is basically an improvement of what they had last year. I think it's caught up to what Samsung had last year. I think it's the- caught
0: up and run past, right? So here's the thing. they, they And it's a smart move. They have to because Samsung dominates so many places, right? And in brand overall. Mm. So the Samsung Family Hub fridge has a touchscreen on the front. You can play around and do your shopping, whatever. LG has the same thing, slightly bigger screen. Um, and that's great. But they also have fridges that have a clear window to see through. The difference is on, on LG's one with a touchscreen – it's also a see-through. Mm. Like, it's a touchscreen computer interface, or it's black, or it's see-through. That's sensational. So you, just knock
1: on the, you knock on the glass you twice. On, you knock on, on it, the and, screen. A, and, a, and the yeah. touchscreen
0: disappears, and it, you look through it.
1: And then you've also got, it. Can then it's connected to Amazon Alexa too, so yeah. if you want to say, oh, look, remind me to buy some milk and some bread and whatever. You know what, looking
0: at what LG announced at their press conference today, and we'll have a look at their booth tomorrow, um, but looking at that, it feels to me like we're waiting on Amazon now. Yeah, that, When uh, Amazon launches in Australia, well, that, there is going to be yeah, Lenovo, it's, a, rush. it's everyone's a gold rush, got yeah.
1: Alexa waiting. Well, I think well the the hub robot is relying on that too. Two, yep. One last thing for LG, their washing machine. Now, washing machines aren't the sexiest products to talk about. Oh, I disagree. But <laughs> depends what you're doing on it, I guess. Wow, you said but, on it. Wow, you went there. Yes, but, but the the LG smart washer yeah has the built-in smart so that it's it's connected to the internet. Yeah. It can look at the weather forecast, yes, so it can delay if it knows it 's going to rain or, or be clear in a certain time, it can delay the wash cycle to permit so it's not it'll time that so that it 'll be fine weather by the time the washing's finished, yep. but another thing it does too it can detect how dirty your clothes are if they 're particularly dust particularly dusty or dirty, it can adjust the cycle and add more detergent all that on its own it 's got a smell sensor, so <laughs> i don 't know how it works but
0: that, that's really interesting,
1: don't you think? I you like would have it. thought you would do that pretty
0: quickly by like doing a rinse cycle and then just looking at well, it, the quality gives, of the water.
1: Well, that's what happens. It does another rinse cycle. If they're particularly dirty, it goes and does another rinse. Or if
0: it detects that it's in China. I kid you not. Like that's... What? Yeah. Like if it, China's a polluted joint. Okay. And so it'll say, oh, this this thing's in China. I'm going to do two rinse cycles It's Korean
1: company making looking after the Chinese market like that? Why not? How do the, the Chinese make washing machines for Korea as well then know. They adjust it that way. I don't know. Interesting.
0: It's interesting. It is, anyway, it's, uh, I think LG did very well yeah. with
1: their um, with their whole day. So
0: anyway. Absolutely. That's that's LG Details on EFTM.com.au and of course techguide.com.au Well
1: next up was for me was the Hisense press press conference. So that was an interesting little affair, I have to say. They had four people, four people on the stage. They were like the and it was I got to, I'll say up front, it was a very US centric uh, yeah, press and Nick was there, and
0: he said it was yeah. just like all. There's nothing global. It was
1: mainly just about the US and how they're going to release. Uh, they're continuing their momentum in 2017 with their ULED ULED TVs, yep. which which have done great. Smart uh, move to keep the branding too. They've become and they've over they've taken over the Sharp brand in the US yes. as well. Yes, that's really given them another another kick right. as they're well. They're an enormous company. I think I think they're, they're, they were saying that worldwide they're number three in terms of sales. Yeah, right. So they've really made and some. To ground. be clear, Samsung's number one. Absolutely, and but the U, the ULED TV, and we've seen them. They're, they're, they yep. offer they offer they're, they're the TVs that offer quality and value, and that, and they were saying that their TVs in independent testing has come up, and people have rated them as good as a Samsung TV in terms yep. of picture quality, and and sense was saying, well, the only difference is the logo and the price when you when you look at picture quality. So they they were. Obviously, we're hoping to build on that momentum in 2017. And of course, they uh, they talked about their new ULED lineup for 2017. They want to continue that growth and battle with those premium brands. They also spent a lot of time talking about their commitment to quality, why they're cheaper than other companies. Mm. They, they, they said that they've, they've very got highly advanced automation in their factories, yeah. so there's not a lot of people in the factories. Okay. So that saves a little bit of time and money in terms of employees. Uh, and, and they're always striving for that innovation, trying to offer customers more for less. That's their point of difference, and it's working. When you look at how far they've come in 2016, and they hope to continue that in 2017.
0: But I think the bigger thing, let's to make it relevant, is two big announcements for the Australian market today. Is one is that stand st- yes. high sense TVs are going to be stand compatible in 2016,
1: and some uh, yeah, t- a so lot the, of the 2015 the older of the ones yeah, with a fir- firmware um, update.
0: So you know that's a great thing to be able to yeah. offer a new streaming app like that from the from the get go. Is awesome, so that's a big deal. And the other one is they're bringing proper to retail an eighty-five inch screen. Yeah, I mean, go
1: big or go home, ladies and gentlemen. Wow, that's uh, well, that's sort of responding to the market trend. The demand for larger screen TVs has gone up rapidly. That will so, be the biggest TV yeah. available to you know retail buyers. In Australia. And it'll be probably the cost of a 55-inch from another brand. It's,
0: this the, is literally the case. Yeah. You know? They
1: mentioned that in the US they're going to have a 75-inch ULED TV, a 75, mm. and that's going to be priced at less than $2,000. Crazy. So, uh, And they've also got a, a TV that, that might not have make it here in Australia. They've got the 4K laser cast TV, which is a 100-inch short throw setup. Mm. that gives you a 100-inch picture from a short-throw projector, and it also includes a 5.1 audio system. Wow. And priced... What like I think it's about twelve thousand dollars, but if you were to buy similar spec products from other companies, you're looking at over twenty, thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, remarkable.
0: Big news there from Hisense. A good and, and you know basically they're just going to continue to push along with that value proposition, which is quality, and and it's yeah. a, it's a ch- challenging marketing it's opportunity working. for them, but it's working.
1: Yeah. Um, and it is. There's no doubt in my mind. It's frustrating the hell out of the others. I think what what they've done. Do you remember a few years back when TCL was sort of pushing hard in the Aussie market? Yeah. And they were going along the same path and I don't know how it worked out for TCL that they they hang in there and they're, they're still a consistent brand but Hisense just seemed to have sort of springboarded into the no, market you know what they did? They and invested. maintained it yeah they, they did a lot of marketing yeah they, they own the rod labor or the Hisense
0: arena yeah. they own sporting events they, they as a global brand they're well, investing in that TCL makes a
1: owns the um, the Chinese theater in LA that's called the TCL Doesn't Chinese Theatre in theater. Australia but I'm just saying and it's one bloody theater you globally got, you got yeah. I
0: mean Hisense is sponsoring the Red Bull Formula 1 team they're sponsoring yeah. huge sporting teams I mean there's a lot going they're getting. On. It out there. I think you've got to get your brand out there.
1: Absolutely. Two Blokes
0: Talking Tech. Two
1: Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen
0: Finney. I'm just going to be honest with you, mate. My reaction to Samsung (laughs) is meh. It's like, okay, so you've announced Q... What are they calling it? Yeah.
1: Off the back of what it was last year? S-U-H-D. It's Quantum Dot technology still, but improved.
0: They're making out like Quantum Dot is a brand new thing. We spent hours last year listening to quantum physicists tell us about their quantum dots. So their big thing this year is quantum dots again. I just feel like they've done more of the same, which is great. Yeah. Um, And I I think it's probably useful to have a new brand because SUHD didn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. I think QLED is nicely confusing uh, visually to an O. Q and an O looks very similar. Um, (laughs) And I think from a marketing perspective, that's partly what they're going to do. I wonder if the ads will strongly say QLED or whether they'll just have it written there.
1: Yeah, I I think that and I think Hisense have a bit of that, too. Oh, with the, the ULED. Hold oh, right on. People think, oh, that's like OLED. I think Samsung, went. wish we'd have thought of that. Yeah. Well, I agree with you. Samsung, I think, had a bit of pressure on them today. Not only from for just coming up with great products, but after the Note 7 debacle. Right, and
0: talk about what happened straight it up. It was the, the elephant
1: conference. in the room, let's call it. And, and straight away, Tim Baxter, who's the, uh, the president and, and COO of uh, Samsung America, First thing is, I just want to, right off the bat, he says, I know it's been a challenging year for us. Uh, the Note 7, the impact of the Note 7 impacted you, some people here as well. Uh, he said, I, I, we, we, we want to work out and understand what happened and ensure it doesn't happen again. Mm. Uh, so he says... But despite those setbacks, we still haven't stopped investing in our technology yep. and in innovation. So he got that out of the way straight up, which I thought was a good move. Yeah, smart move. He sort of just got it out of the way and uh, and then launched into the whole, the Galaxy ecosystem and talking about how they sold 5 million Galaxy VR headsets and uh, they're, they're listening to customers. They got it. He mentioned the fact that, you know, in light of what happened with the Note 7, he mentioned the fact they got this Samsung Plus customer service that... Can reach like twenty-five million customers. Can contact uh, easier ways for you to uh, to talk about if you got issues with your products and and things mm. like that. So he upfront. That was his open, opener, and then launched into sort of the whole the, the built to fit your life products, built to fit your life, and how the the home, the smart home, and how the the part of the TV plays in it, the appliances play in it. So mm. it was sort of a lot of big picture stuff to start with before they drill down then and talked mm. about the, the TVs and other technology. I
0: look, the thing is, they're a market leader, right? So they actually don't need to be well, forward thinking, the one forward, stat forward
1: innovating. Can I just quote one stat in mm. the US last year? Of all the UHD TVs sold, so 4K Ultra HD TVs, in the US, 46% were Samsungs. Wow. So that's solid. Wow. So they're, they're not, they're, they are absolutely the market leader. Mm. And whether they can stay that way or maintain the lead mm. is, is yet to be seen. Hopefully, yeah. 2017 will work out better for them than 2016 with the yeah. Note 7 debacle behind them. And, that, and let's face it, that impacted their brand. Totally. That impacted people's decision to spend money on a Samsung product. Uh, if, if anyone tells you otherwise, it's not true. Because no, it's definitely affected them.
0: Um, and you and I have spoken to people who ring the radio or whatever, and yep. there's no doubt in my mind that it was, a, it was an issue and it was a question for them. And I think that's why we need to pay close attention to things like market shares, sales yep. figures, GFK, whatever they are, for everything, for the yep.
1: whole brand, let alone just well, the smartphone. They've phones. been TV industry leaders for 11 years in a row, and they've delivered on picture quality, the demand for larger screens. Uh, but with the QLED TV, they, they did point out the benefits. So the, they've, they've now achieved 100% color volume, brighter HDR. So HDR, like up to 2,000 nits, you know, that's a brightness measurement. Mm. And they also uh, mentioned that they've now got a no-gap wall mount. So And it's really easy to install. So in light of what we spoke about at LG and their 4mm, their TVs are obviously a little bit thicker than that. But the no-gap wall mount brings it even closer to the wall.
0: Okay, that's interesting. I might have a look at that because yeah. I think that's. But I do think, and I look, we 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 talked about LG's TV, and I'm not saying everyone's going to have one of those because they won't. But I do think a current Samsung, and I've I've mounted a current series Samsung, and. Looks pretty bloody good yeah, it looks great like, uh, I mean If it's st- a centimetre Out from the wall Who cares? Stand side onto it It still looks great Yeah, it's I great Who's going to do that? I don't think anyone's Complaining, right? No, absolutely but not But it's it's but just about Whether or not It's another
1: area Where you can compete
0: let, Let's put it this way what, what If you if we are asked To put ourselves On the spot And say which is The biggest announcement In TVs this year It's, it's going to be LG LG, Full yeah. stop, right? Totally Anyway yeah. um, Two blokes talking tech And we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear, and you should meet Orbi, the world's first tri-band Wi-Fi system. Orbi gives you reliable, secure, and crazy fast Wi-Fi to every inch of your home. That's right, everywhere. No more dead zones upstairs, no more drop connections through walls, just better Wi-Fi everywhere. Orbi reaches up to 370 square metres through Wi-Fi barriers like walls, stairs, and doors. With a dedicated internet connection, Orbi helps prevent buffering while streaming your favorite movies and shows. No matter how many devices are connected, you'll have ultra-fast Wi-Fi speeds. The Orbi tri-band Wi-Fi system works with your existing modem, so it's maximizing the speed that you're paying for. The sleek design and state of the art technology inside the Orbi steal the show. It gives your home a superior Wi Fi network that's both easy to set up and elegant to display. With just a couple of clicks, your secure Wi Fi network will be ready in no time. For more information, visit netgear.com.au Orbi. Better Wi Fi everywhere.
1: Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen
0: So then we met up this afternoon at the Sony press conference, um, and, you know, I didn't expect much, to be honest, because I've been to a few Sony press conferences in the last couple of years, you know, beat CES, IFA, and they have been doing a lot of that, you know, we're innovating, we're forward thinking, we're, you know, trying to talk talk strategy or philosophy a bit more, but they did talk about some new TVs, they talked about the the improvements of those TVs, and then they went, voila, the Bravia OLED. OLED.
1: The A1E, I think. Now,
0: I mean, that's a big deal. A big deal to hear the word OLED from another company in terms of proper size uh, yeah. Home TVs, um, and then they threw out Dolby Vision. I'm like, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, hitting yeah. LG with every punch. But there. What
1: about then acoustic surface? So the sound is like it's coming from the screen. It was very weird. Yeah, but just, just to, I just want to make a little point about Sony and OLED. Mm. I've been coming to this show for a long time, yeah, they, they and first. they've had a lot of OLED TVs at this yeah. show in the past. I think they were one of the first companies with an OLED. I a little, remember little back. One. Oh yeah, like an a 11-inch 11 11 11, one. Yeah. And at the time, I think we're talking like 2006, it was so thin. it was, was $3,000 or $5,000, which yeah. was the price of a 50-inch plasma back But
0: the, it was the thing that stole the show, because it was so amazingly new and, was, and unique. It was, it, was it was so thin. You're getting all those thin. camera shots yeah.
1: on. It was big.
0: But, but they, they had didn't.
1: prototypes over the years too, and they just haven't gone any with them. But mm. it seems now they've found the mojo, the mm. OLED mojo again.
0: Yeah,
1: and uh, it, it looks uh, the, the TV is very thin. Of course, it's OLED, but it's got the stand. It, it looks like a, it looks like a picture frame. Yeah. yeah, how you, you extend like an the easel. stand at mm. the back of the picture frame? Yeah. It looks like that, and that's obviously where the guts of the TV but are. But the
0: guts of it are in the, in the other part of the, the, the yeah. if you think of a tent, you know, one side is the TV, the other side is the stand, and the guts of it look like they're in there. So my question is, how do you wall mount it? Yeah, this thing's going to be 10 centimetres off gonna the wall. Be, it's
1: going to be a foot off
0: the wall. And it looked to me like the back surface of the wall mount was fabric, so that must be where some of the yeah. speaker technology is too. So I, I don't picture know that it's trivia, made to geez. be on the wall.
1: There, it did. It did look really nice. But the picture was gorgeous. Yeah, like literally, it was. Gorgeous. Uh, and, and you know, we've been talking about LG being the only major manufacturer with OLED. This well, Sony have obviously put the hat in the ring now, and they've they've probably been working on this OLED panel for years. Finally, found the yeah. found found the fo- the formula and hopefully it's in market soon mate, you in know Australia. what? you know
0: what LG will be doing they'll be looking for, for all year they'll be talking to all their sources to find out return rates oh, uh, yeah, repair rates yeah, absolutely yeah. You know, I remember you telling me I think yeah. you spoke to someone at LG years mm. ago and they said that their biggest the reason it, it clicked over to be a product was because they'd, they'd got the, the failure rate yep. to such a low level at the factory yep and you know what's that like in the store? So you've got to be very careful not to go. That's too why hard other on companies this.
1: aren't doing it. That's why Samsung aren't doing well, it because their failure rate was too hard. It cost was too hot. Too cost them too much to produce. But Sony have found uh, found it, the formula, and I don't know when it's going to be in the market. No, it could be. And a while I don't a know fan. how much it's going to cost. They haven't had any pricing. I don't. I can't no. Think. I think. No, there was no, no An email actually dropped into my inbox as we started the show. Uh, I don't think there is any no uh, pricing for any sure. pricing there. But so, it's uh, it's I liked how like it's um, the the Sony story of how in one area they're really strong, like PlayStation Four cameras, 6. really strong. Six point two
0: million PlayStation Four sold over the holiday period. Yeah,
1: globally, yeah, incredible. And, and I think more than 53. in total 4, in, over four years. It's six fifty-three and a half billion million. million, million sorry, mm. uh, in four years it's been on sale. Amazing. So Sony and, and Kaz Hirai made a point of saying that people thought, you know, are we still relevant? And I think he, he stood up one bloke from the US, the Sony US, and said, "Look, you know, your work's really done well. It's really been a big year for us, and how they've become relevant again, and how they've got their cameras are undoubtedly brilliant. Yep. PlayStation Four killing it. Yep. Now they've got the, they're back with a well an OLED TV, and their Bravies are always good. Always been, always good. been good TVs. Last year's Z OLED series was amazing well. too. Oh, the Z nine D, one of the best TVs I've ever seen. Yep. Brilliant television. Yeah, yeah."
0: So, here's the thing then, Stephen. We've now been through LG, Hisense, Samsung, and Sony. The four big guys in terms of TVs. And te- CES has traditionally been a TV show. Yes. So, who won the day? And I don't think there's any arguing this point. LG. It's And, and it's made... It's by, yeah. It was... Before Sony, it was by length. It was like they were... Woo! Bye! Yeah. In the distance. I think Sony are, are lengths ahead of the other... So, I think it's basically LG, Sony... And then I say Hisense and Samsung because I think Hisense's uh, announcement of an 85-inch is going to get them attention, which is good for them. But I think Sony's nicely ahead because they're going to be in the OLED race. And I think LG's is looking back going, now we've just got to sell the things, guys. Exactly. They nailed it.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. I think um, it's going to be, uh, if you're in the market for a television in 2017, you're going to have a lot of choices. Mm. Uh, If you want to spend a bit of money, you're going to get some remarkable products.
0: It's uh, interesting times in the TV race. Uh, all the details. EFTM.com.au and techguide.com.au. Two
1: blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two
0: Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen uh, Let me just wrap it up today with the clear and obvious second theme now at this show. Full stop, without any question. You know, I think TVs are still, even though they're not the dominant product, I think they're the first thing you always talk about. But I've got to say, the autonomous car conversation is ridiculous. Like... Bowen, who's over here with me doing car stuff, he just he sent me a text today going, I'm sick of this autonomous driving stuff because <laughs> it's just everywhere. George, um, said
1: too bad, pal.
0: No, <laughs> I, I said, you know, it's an interesting point because they're all fighting about how to do it, when to do it, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So it, it is a bit, bit blurry. It's a bit grey for the consumer. But, man, every company, every company's talking about it. And then there's third parties that are talking about how they're going to provide stuff to it. It is the thing to talk about uh, in,
1: in cars. I read a stat that the 2017 CES... Hmm that 25% of the show floor is taken up by automotive automotive companies. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't doubt that at all. I mean, the North Hall is 75% automotive now. Plus, you've got outside, they've got huge areas. So, it's phenomenal to me. And what was really interesting was there was a little bit of straight talking, uh, a little bit. Most companies are like, we think this and we think that. But actually, Toyota were a bit more, I think, um, honest and open. They said, "Here's the path to an automated car." They said, "There's no automation, obviously." Then there's driver assistance—the things that we've got now: cruise control, adaptive cruise control, partial automation, which we see now. I drove a Volvo; it's got it's great. You know, it's kind of on the highways. Conditional automation, which is kind of you know depends on the conditions of the city, the street, the driving gear, country, Um, and then there's high automation, then full automation. And they said, "It's years away, possibly decades from full automation." Yeah. And this is the problem. And I, I remember last year watching a bloke on TV say, we'll have, aut- we'll have autonomous cars in five years. Uh-huh. And I just went, mate, you're full of it. That is complete and utter BS. Because what do you mean by autonomous car? And the problem yeah. in the mass media is we don't have time to explain that. I was driving an autonomous car last week. It, it's amazing, but it's autonomous for the M2 and not to exit, not to change lanes. Yeah. It's not a full autonomous car. We are a long way away from that. Yeah. And we have to be careful we don't get too far ahead of us. I should
1: mention too that um, back at the LG, part of the LG press conference was their contri- contribution to car automation yeah i think they've partnered with volkswagen and they've got a lot of technology that's going into creating this autonomous because all these
0: companies realize how many cars are sold every year yeah. and how much money's in it and they're smart they're, they're, they're they've got smart chip software they've got the smart software they've yeah. got smart engineers there's a lot of tech companies partnering
1: with automotive companies yeah
0: bmw and intel be, be a standout here this week okay. uh, you know intel has a BMW i8 on the stand. BMW's main announcements are related to Intel providing all this information and, and sensory stuff it, it, for inside the car. It makes sense.
1: Intel's kind of the, the special source of a lot of technology. Like, look, yeah. PCs, they're in now phones and other, other devices. Yeah, I think the, the car's kind of the next frontier. If you want to have that kind of high-efficiency automation and computer-like Construction to the to the whole the whole thinking behind it. Yeah. Then what better partner to have than Intel?
0: Yeah. Intel inside. We'll start seeing that on cars. Yeah. Car on the side of your right. car. No. You, know? you know, BMW. Ad I, I won't finish with sheer driving. But press. can you peel the sticker it'll, off? It'll finish with. <laughs> doing, doing, doing. You wouldn't be spewing <laughs> you know and you get into a car and on the dashboard that says Intel inside and Core i7, and you know, I'm but like, take I the sticker off.
1: Yeah. Um, you've, I'm sure you've, you've reviewed plenty of PC laptops yeah. that have the little Intel yeah. inside sticker. Yeah. Have you seen it? Felt how hard they are to peel yeah, off? They're very hard. Have you, you ever done it? that hard on a car? Yeah,
0: I did that to my wife's computer when I bought her a Sony years ago. Uh, well, it didn't go down well. Ooh. Because then I used something else to get it off and I scratched it. Oh. Uh, my tip, pull it off and try some um, eucalyptus oil on the underside. So there's of it, any sticky any. stuff left. But you know what works? You know what works? Dishwashing liquid. Bit of palm olive. Okay. Just a drop a palm oh, olive. Are we still and talking and about and the Intel chucks. sticker here? I drop a palm olive and a chucks. Just yep. rub it with your finger. Just rub. In circles, no, I, I, do, uh, I do that very well. The rubbing my fingers, Residue will come off really quickly. Can I just make a point, people? <laughs> Stephen, Stephen is responsible tonight. I oh, know it's normally me. What do you mean? You're responsible for the, the bringing down of this program. I,
1: I was just laughing, just smiling oh, at sure. you as I normally do. Yeah. Oh, cheers, mate,
0: cheers. <laughs> Uh we um, tomorrow is day, day one, one of the, the show. show. It's yeah, crazy. We've it feels been, like we've been here a week. We, but we <laughs> left home months ago, uh, and day one, the show opens tomorrow. Now, as yeah. we look out from the yep. studio here, there's, there's bucket loads of work to do. Yeah, bucket loads.
1: Are going to have those guys all-nighters, I think, for all these people?
0: Yeah, no doubt. Mate, they'll be here laying the carpet until well into the evening. Yep. There will be people here at 7 and 8 and 9 tomorrow morning still screwing you know, things on. Look, I don't think it's a bad... I'm just going to say this about the LG stand, because I found it amazing, because we did get to peek in today. Yeah. I looked at a bunch of stuff, and then I walked back, and they were ripping it all down. Yeah, I saw pulling, that. Pulling things down, yeah. taking the words off the wall. I'm like, you're just going to redo this whole thing. It's amazing yeah. how reality TV show like it is, that it's like, oh, you, we've got two hours left. Do you think we'll make it? Yeah. I don't think they're going like, to make it. It's
1: like the block on steroids. Exactly. Yeah. Scotty
0: Cam could have a bald
1: uh, Absolutely. Hit, a lovely feel Maybe about. we should pitch a reality show, a behind-the-scenes CES by the two blokes?
0: There's a YouTube series on EFGM online if you want to check it out. It's yeah. great. It has all the details.
1: Oh, <laughs> we <read> a reality <laughs> show, mate. Yeah, no, proper t- oh, Is yeah, that reality, proper- what you're doing on there? Or? <laughs> <laughs> it's all made up. It's all up. fantasy, isn't it's it? It's
0: all made up. Good on you. Two Blokes Talking Tech episode 282.1. Two. Thanks to the good people at Netgear. Check out the Orbi, and we'll, uh, we'll see Netgear this week, and it'll be great to catch up and see what else is on the radar. We'll be back again tomorrow after day one of the show to yep. see what we've seen on the show floor. Absolutely. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. We'll be back again uh, in your ears somewhere this week.